Hey, hey, what's going on? You know, I'm a correspondent, John Ross, Marcus Scott, coming back at you with the Way Too Much JMC podcast. Hope you had a great weekend. I know I did personally. It is September 11th, 2023. And let's go ahead and just start the video off with saying that we will never forget that day, September 11th, 2001, when those towers fell and all the heroic acts by the first responders, all that stuff, all the people that lost loved ones, all the people that watched people suffer and were scared to death on that on that day, watching those towers come down and not knowing what was going to happen in the you know preceding hours and days and months ahead as we uh, knew we were going to war and all that stuff. So thank you to all the all the first responders, police, you know EMS, firefighters, all that good stuff. We appreciate you know appreciate everything that y'all do. I also think it's fitting, or maybe not befitting of what I'm about to talk about today on a day like this on an anniversary of a day like this where it was obvious how important all of our constitutional rights were and how important it is to be able to call ourselves American citizens and what that means to be an American citizen and so I'm gonna start this off I'm gonna read you two amendments to the Constitution these are the first ten I'm sorry these are two of the amendments in the first ten amendments to the Constitution which are known as the Bill of Rights Amendment 2, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. I don't see a whole bunch of, I don't see any except, except wins in there. And then Amendment 10, the powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states respectively or to the people. So basically, a person's right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, period. Full stop. Tenth Amendment, because they didn't want anybody thinking, hey, this list of amendments, these are the only constitutional rights that individuals have. No. Actually, in the exact opposite to the contrary. Any power not given to the United States by this Constitution... And that's not prohibited from the states from enacting is reserved to the states respectively or to the people. So anything that's, there are rights, there are rights in here that are protected by the federal government that also prohibit those states from doing anything further in hindering these rights. It doesn't mean just because it's not in here doesn't mean that the states have all the rights. Just because it doesn't say this, just because the Amendment 2 doesn't say you can keep our arms shall not be infringed unless the state says otherwise. Because it says it can't be infringed, that is inherently telling the states they cannot infringe on those rights, on that right specifically. Okay, so now we're going to jump in over into a, something that happened on, uh, I think it was Friday, yeah, it was Friday, this past Friday, where... I'm old enough to remember the coronavirus pandemic. Okay, I'm old enough to remember that. And all those restrictions came in the came in name of emergency powers for governors. Here's what I want everybody to remember. Remember what I just said. What I just read of the Constitution. There are certain restrictions in the federal Constitution that tell states you cannot infringe on these rights. 
It's actually the federal government's duty to make sure states do not infringe on those rights. Well, on Friday, out in New Mexico, the New Mexico governor has banned, basically banned the Second Amendment in Albuquerque and in and I think in a surrounding area. It's like Albuquerque and Bernalillo County. For the next 30 days, we're going to listen to some clips and you're going to find out. Her reasoning is the same reasoning that there was in, during COVID. Here's what I want to say about these, about these emergency powers. First and foremost, emergency powers are bullshit. Shame on Republican legislatures and Democratic legislatures alike for thinking that they can just give the governors these full, these full sweeping emergency powers because they think stuff is scary. Constitutional rights are specifically there for when the shit hits the fan. That's why they're there. Constitutional rights aren't for just whenever the government doesn't care if you have a firearm or doesn't care about what you're saying. They're there for when they do not want you to have those rights. So I'm going to read through an article in a second, but first I want us to go for, I want us to listen to a couple clips from the New Mexico governor on what she had to say about everything here. So here we go. Enlarge it. Here we go. I'm going to mute my mic. You took an oath to the Constitution. Isn't it unconstitutional to say you cannot exercise your, your carrying license? With one exception. And that is, if there's an emergency, and I've declared an emergency for a temporary amount of time, I can invoke additional powers. No constitutional right, in my view, including my oath, is intended to be absolute. There are restrictions on free speech. There are restrictions on my freedoms. So that was the first one I wanted to show you. Yeah, and shout out to Officer Tatum from the I'll Shade Them podcast on, on these clips. That's where, I, that's where I've gotten them here. I'm probably going to go back over to my clip page. So you hear, you hear her there. She doesn't believe that any constitutional rights, that any constitutional rights are absolute. She doesn't believe any of those. Anything in the, in the Constitution is absolute. Now let's go to clip two. All these parents who have lost all these children, they deserve my attention to have the debate about whether or not in an emergency we can create a safer environment. Because what about their constitutional rights? I took an oath to uphold those two. And if we ignore this growing problem without being bold, I've said to every other New Mexican, your rights are subrogated to theirs. Now, we all know that is the most flawed argument on the planet. But again, it takes us back to the COVID days. This is what they were saying. Your constitutional rights don't matter if, it can, if you can maybe make me sick when you're out and about. 
One more clip from here. Let's listen to this one. If I'm unsafe, who's standing up for that right? If this climate is so out of control, somebody should do something. I'm doing as much as I know to do. Madam yep. do you really think that criminals are going to hear this message and not carry a gun in Albuquerque on the streets for 30 days? Uh, no. But here's what I do think. It's a pretty resounding message. If I'm unsafe. Now, can you all believe that? Can you believe what this woman is saying? She knows. She knows this isn't going to curb any kind of violence. She knows this. Her only response is that it's going to send a message. Yet the message it's sending to criminals is keep acting a fool and doing all the stupid shit you're doing. Keep doing it. And we're just going to, we'll just, we'll just continue. We'll just take away rights of law-abiding citizens to make it easier on you. Because she knows the, the criminals aren't going to stop doing what they're doing. Let's jump over here. I'm going to read through this article for a second. Lujan Grisham, a Democrat, issued an executive order Thursday evening declaring gun violence a public health emergency. During a news conference Friday, she said she expects legal challenges to the new public health order and expressed uncertainty about whether the order would prevail in court. She knows it's not going to curb gun violence, and she knows it's probably going to get challenged in court. Here's what she also knows. The way our court system works, it's absolutely asinine. So she made it a 30-day order. There's no way someone could file a suit on this thing and get it in front of a judge within 30 days. So if it's in front of the judge on the 35th day and this order has expired, our judges, our federal judicial system, will then say that person has no standing and they'll throw the suit out. And therefore, they won't issue, an, issue a ruling on whether or not it's unconstitutional. And then as soon as they throw the they throw the case out, guess what this chick will do? Put another thirty day executive order in there. Somehow fall suit. The thirty days executive order will expire. It's in court on the thirty second day. Oh, you have no standing because there's no order restricting your gun your gun usage. They'll throw it out. Then another executive order can get issued, and the cycle goes on and on. That's why we got to stop electing Democrats because they are absolutely absolutely taking advantage of our system and running the muck and I honestly just totally violating all every, every amount of public trust that there is. Now I'm going to talk some more, give some other hard truths about the conservative people in the room. Here in just a second, let's get this article. The order currently applies only to the city of Albuquerque and Bernalillo County, Lujan Grisham said, and can only be enforced not by local authorities, but by New Mexico State Police. So basically, the New Mexico State Police are the Gestapo, just like they were here in Kentucky on going around and getting people's license plates on Easter Sunday. And I'm going to give another shout-out to my boy T.J. Roberts on suing their ass, suing Bashir and winning. 
whose presence in the state's largest city would be significant over the next month. So she's saying, I'm about to, I'm about to send the Gestapo in full force into that county. We coming. That's what she's saying. Violating this order would likely be a misdemeanor, Lujan Grissom said, and it will not, and it will not apply to private property or at a licensed gun dealer or shooting range. While traveling, the order states firearms must be locked in a container or with a trigger lock. Lujan Grissom's order also calls upon the State Department of Health to compile and issue a comprehensive report on gun violence victims presenting at hospitals in New Mexico. Separate order calls for some measures to combat substance abuse as well, such as a joint program by the Health Department and Environmental Department to conduct wastewater testing for drugs like fentanyl at public schools. After the 30-day period, Lujan Grisham said her administration will either amend or remove or adjust the order depending on circumstances. So basically, for those that are football fans, it's, uh, this was the first weekend in NFL football. She basically said, after the 30-day period, she'll either run, pass, or kick it on offense. She's, she'll, listen, we'll, we'll make changes. It'll, we'll either run, pass, or kick. Next time we're on offense. She's just basically said, we'll do whatever the hell we want. And the only thing's possible. The declaration came after several recent shooting deaths for, of children in Albuquerque, including one Wednesday in which an 11-year-old boy was killed near the Isotopes Baseball Park in Albuquerque. Police said the incident appeared to be a case of road rage, the fifth such fatal incident in 2023. Lujan Grisham said the order was in part to spur a strong debate about how to properly address gun violence, remarking people should be horrified that so many young people and so many individuals with no training and reckless criminal behavior are openly carrying firearms in our community. I have to take a tough, direct stand, Lujan Grisham said, or basically I'm, I'm ignoring the fact that we lost an 11-year-old boy. Lujan Grisham was flanked Friday afternoon by public safety officials from Albuquerque and Bernalillo County and State Police. She acknowledged there was disagreement in the group regarding the enforcement of the gun order. The governor made it clear that state law enforcement and not APD will be responsible for enforcement of civil violations of the order. Albuquerque Police Chief Harold Medina said in the message to his officers Friday night, our officers at APD will continue to focus on the enforcement of criminal laws and arresting the criminals who are driving violent crime in the city. Okay, but here, here's what I want to say about all this, and I'm going to wrap it up. Okay, like I reminded you, constitutional rights are not, are not just rights when the government wants you to have them. Therefore, when they don't want you to have them specifically, okay? Number two, let's go back over here, and I just want to, I'm going to go back over to one of these clips, and I, wanna, I, wanna, I want us to talk about another hard truth that doesn't get talked about very often when it comes to all these public health orders and all that. Let me get, it, let me get one of these clips pulled up and get to a little, and get to a little, um, get a little screenshot here. So, okay, I'm going to pause this and let if you look I'm at it. Sorry about that. I just want you to see this. So those, those, of y'all, those of y'all that are watching, I want you to see it. Look to her left and look to her right. Look to your left and look to your right. Shame on these two police. Shame on them. It's September 11th. We all want to talk good about, about, about our first responders and all that stuff. But here's what, I want to tell, here's what I want to tell all you police and all you first responders. You are not there to enforce government edicts. Laws are passed to protect us as civilians, not to make the government feel more powerful. This is bullshit that you are allowing your representatives, people that represent you, that are your, probably your union leaders, that are your police chief, that are your lieutenants, your captains, all that stuff, that they are sitting up there while she is doing this. I want police to know. 
This is the kind of stuff. You think, you're, you think pushback to you all is only coming from the left? This is the kind of stuff that'll make people like me join the defund the police stance. Because if you're not there to protect us, then what the hell are we even talking about? Why are we paying you to not protect us? I have police friends, close ones. This ain't personal. Your job is to protect the, civ the civilians by upholding the Constitution and the laws enacted by those officials that are supposed to be protecting the public good. Not to just make these government officials feel like the moral police and to uh, feel more powerful and like, they're, like they are uh, big, big, bad, big, bad people. I'll put, I'll put a link in the, in the description to this, this video to the, to the full uh, emergency order issued out by Lujan Grisham. But I'd really love to know what you all think about this and if, I, if my outrage is misplaced. So thanks again for watching, listening. Like I said before, hope you all had a great weekend, and we'll talk again soon. See you.